0: What's a good friend of mine? Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case, and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot Lil Baron. Hey, Kyle. Lil Baron. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. So do you remember what we talked about last week at our intro? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We do do this so often. I know. know. Let me give you a memory. You didn't like it. Oh, great. Oh, wait. It was hot flashes and heart disease. You remember that? Do, do you remember what you what you said at the end of that? Uh-uh. What did I say? You said we need to talk about men's health. Oh, that's right. So Lil, yes, we are. Oh, your good. wish <laughs> is my command. Good. It's about time. <laughs> we're, today we're gonna talk about Put of all things. <laughs> of all things, prostate health. Okay so i don't know much about that but okay yeah well a lot of us don't know much about (laughs) it. let's be honest a lot of us don't so big thanks to north to, to, to new york presbyterian and dr gerald wang who provides today's information. Did you know that in the United States, about one in nine men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer during his lifetime? Wow. I didn't that, know that. That's significant. That is. Um, that's that's worth paying a little bit of attention yeah. to. So, so Dr. Wang, who is the chief urologist at New York Presbyterian in Queens, New York. Mm-hmm. He's also the assistant professor of clinical urology at Weill Cornell Medicine. He says, after skin cancer, prostate cancer is the most common cancer among American men. But he says this disease can be prevented with some simple lifestyle changes, or if it's detected early, an adult male who follows dietary guidelines, schedules, regular checkups and receives recommended screenings can live a longer and healthier life. So it, it's prevalent. Yes. Again, I think it's one that we ought to be aware of and, and conscious of, but um, it's not hopeless. Right. So I'm going to share the things that they say that are good things we ought to be doing okay. for, for good prostate health. I hope you okay? have to eat broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two. <laughs> oh, see? <laughs> so let's start with number one, okay. which uh, which is to maintain a healthy weight. Yeah, okay. So it turns out that obesity is linked to several prostate health issues, including mm. prostate cancer. A balanced diet and consistent exercise are important for a healthy prostate and maintaining a healthy weight. So make sure that you're you know staying on top yeah. of uh, of your weight. Number two is eat more vegetables. Oh, see? And so they do to. specifically <laughs> mention that a diet rich in green leafy vegetables is important for healthy prostate. Uh, vitamins and antioxidants found in vegetables keep you and your prostate healthy. They say try eating lettuce, and they recommend that romaine is among the most nutritious oh. varieties, which I've heard before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say spinach is good for you. They say kale mm-hmm. is good for you. <laughs> I <laughs> and, actually like kale. And they say broccoli. <laughs> So you nailed it. See, I know a little bit. (laughs) Eat eat those things every day. They recommend number three is to, I don't, this is one I don't like that much. Oh, good. Yeah, I know. It's only fair, right? (laughs) Reduce your consumption of red meat. Oh. Now, here's what they say. Heavy consumption of red meat has been associated with PHIP, which is a chemical compound released when red meat is charred which can cause an increased risk of prostate cancer by eating red meat only on special occasions, you can reduce your risk. Now, let me just say this. I don't eat that much red meat. Right. I, I, I don't, I I eat mostly chicken. Mm -hmm. I eat mostly white meat. Mm -hmm. Um, but I enjoy it wholeheartedly when I have it, you know, yes. I'm not, I'm not going to turn down a hamburger. I'm not going to say no to a steak. Right. Uh, it's just that it's not a, you know, a twice a day or right. a daily occurrence for me, but they do say, especially the charred meat is, is what they're saying is so kind of the indication. Rare? Eat it rarer Ugh. is, is an idea. <laughs> and then just be, just be careful yes. and be cognizant, be, um, just l- lower the amount. Right. Yes. Enjoy yes. it, but lower the amount, yes. be intentional, I guess, is what I was tra- I'm trying to say. Moderation, right? <laughs> Number four is an important one, and that is to know your risk and then to get tested. Mm. So according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, prostate cancer screening recommendations differ depending on whether you're in a high-risk group or an average risk group. So here's the differentiation. Men with a higher risk of developing prostate cancer include African-Americans people of Scandinavian descent and anyone who has two or more family members who are diagnosed with prostate cancer. Those are the high risk people. Mm -hmm. If you're in a high risk group, you should consider getting screened for prostate cancer starting at age 40, which is earlier than what you might be used to. Usually they say, um, what I'm going to say next, which is men at normal risk are encouraged to consider screening starting at about age 55. Oh wow! So I think 55 is the one that maybe most of us yeah. are familiar with. But if you're in that high risk group, uh, take a look at starting a little bit early, even in your 40s for those, uh, wow. for those screenings. Uh, number five is to exercise regularly. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't surprise anybody. Yeah. Exercise has a preventative effect on many conditions that affect prostate health. Even 30 minutes of moderate activity each day, like a brisk walk or jog, can have far-reaching health benefits. Number six is to hydrate daily, Mm. which makes sense. Drinking water is essential for prostate and overall health. On average, it's recommended to consume at least eight cups of water daily and be sure to drink water during and after exercise, especially. Number seven, I'm almost done. But number seven is to manage your stress. Mm. Now that's maybe not one that you normally think of when you think about prostate health, but uh, stress is not directly the cause of prostate issues, but long-term stress can weaken the immune system. It can alter your hormonal balance and make you more susceptible to Mm. disease. So meditation is a great way to ease daily pressures and can also help improve your mental health. And then finally, the last one, number eight, is to stop smoking. Oh, So smoking contributes to some of the leading causes of death in men, the carbon monoxide in tobacco attaches to red blood cells until the cells die, which can cause prostate cancer and other diseases. If you're a smoker, talk to your doctor about the best plan to quit and set that habit aside. Yeah. So some things to think about. Yeah. That's that's only fair, right? It, it is fair because totally. we we've, we've talked a couple of times <laughs> about women's health, so it's fair to talk about men's health. Today's guest, Lil. Yes. Is Jody Wright, who is the owner of Coolit Cryotherapy and Massage, located right here in our own. St. George, Utah. After working as a massage therapist for many athletes over uh, 20 years, he discovered the amazing benefits of whole body cryotherapy. For five years, the business has been a support to local athletes, as well as those visiting the area from outside Mm -hmm. in the Huntsman World Senior Games. So Jody, welcome.
1: Yes, Jody. thank you. We're glad that
0: you could take a minute and uh, visit with us today. Yes.
1: Great. Yeah, thank you.
0: So we, we want to talk about this cryotherapy. Tell, tell us a little bit about it. What is it exactly?
1: Well, it's a two to three minute session where we expose as much skin as possible to an extreme cold to trigger a systemic response.
0: And so that sounds a little bit miserable.
1: <laughs> whenever, it does sound intimidating, especially if I throw around temperatures of like minus 230, minus oh. 250 degrees, but, but really it's doable, and you come out feeling amazing, and it was first developed or played around with over 35 years ago by a Japanese rheumatologist okay. who noticed that his patients, his arthritis patients that were coming back to the area after visiting a cold weather climate had less joint pain and so he started looking at what why that was and then playing around with different cold exposure to see how his patients uh, responded to that and the way that we have it now that's so quick and easy and efficient are these chambers that you can you you cover your your hands and feet. Um, sometimes you're, you're dressing down to your underwear or or sports gear or nothing except that, that protective gear.
0: Yeah.
1: And for two to three minutes being exposed to that dry cold, it's, it's very doable and, um, if you've been in a cold weather climate, I'll ask people, what's the coldest environment that they've been in? <laughs> and a lot of times we'll hear North Dakota or Kansas or Canada. And because it's not, because it's a dry cold yeah. and you're in there for a short period of time with your body temp on the surface being around 95 degrees, you can handle that for two to three minutes. Okay. And then What happens is the body reacts by sending the majority of the blood towards the core to keep your core temperature warm. Okay. And once we remove the cold, the body says, okay, danger's gone. And it sends a vasodilation response, sends more blood out to warm the surface and that it it's, you just come out feeling great. There's new science that's coming out that I'll share that is explaining why why people are getting benefit from this, um, both brain health and, and aiding and in reducing inflammation. It, it's just a great treatment. So when we're working with athletes, people who are very in tune with their body, um, they, they've been great feedback um, for myself. I had to eliminate my wrist tendonitis the first time I experienced it. And that made me pay attention.
0: Wow. So, um, this full body scenario, it, when you step in, I'm assuming you step into a device. What what is what does the experience look like? What does it look like?
1: I'm using nitrogen gas, and I have a chamber that a person steps into once they're they they privately undress, put on the protective gear, step up into a chamber, then alert me that they're in there, and I come and I run the two to three minute session where. Uh, the device sends this dry, cold around the person's body. And that's what triggers that that body's reaction to protect.
0: Interesting. So that makes a ton of sense to me that just what you described, you're in this freezing cold, dry, dry, cold area. Your blood goes into your core. You want to maintain your 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 core temperature. You leave that environment, your blood rushes out. Actually, that does seem like that would feel just like Tingling and amazing and just energizing, uh, the way that you describe it. Um, are are you finding that that people who are, are are utilizing the service do they have a very specific injury that they're trying to to rehabilitate or is it just overall general wellness? And and what's the difference between the the response that you're getting in both of those scenarios?
1: I, I have a mix and there's more than just those two scenarios. I have a lot of uh, right now some women who are busy moms who are constantly running their kids around. They they're uh, they're handling business. They're they're supporting their family. And I have two sisters in particular that come in four times a week because mm-hmm. in about 10, 15 minutes time, they can come in here and be recharged and they love how it makes them feel. So that they're, they're doing it for just overall feeling good and maintaining and, and being able to do their jobs and tasks better. I have yeah. another gentleman who works part-time, he's older, he has arthritis, He happened to be in Idaho visiting a family member, tried cryotherapy up there, looked it up here in St. George and called me and said, I'm going to be one of your regulars because of how (laughs) it helped him with his arthritis. And before he ever patronized my business, he was calling up saying, you're going to see a lot of me. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Then we have a mix of people um, because we're located in a surgical center We see a lot of people who are pre and post surgery and there's benefit to both reducing inflammation. The the longer that you can have a reduction of inflammation in your system and a whole body cryo treatment gives you five hours of better blood flow with less inflammation that just supports overall health. Um, We have a number of athletes that will come in both to maintain or to support recovering from from sprains, strains, concussions, breaks—just a real mix of of athletic injuries or conditions. All levels of training or recovery, it, it can be a support.
0: Wow, sounds like—I mean, it sounded like a, a winner, really. Uh, when you when you when you you know you I guess you get to learn a little bit more about it. Um, you mentioned that you had some science on what's happening and why, why don't you share a little bit about that with us?
1: Some of the newer science that's coming out, uh, for, for someone who owns a cryotherapy business, the, the doctor's name is Rhonda Patrick and she has a podcast and a website called found my fitness. And she's coming out with a lot of new information on what heat stress and cold stress does to benefit the body. Um, so for cold stress, which you're definitely experiencing when you get in a, a cryotherapy chamber,
0: <laughs> minus 231 yeah. degrees. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's a fair description.
1: It, it triggers a, um, a release of norepinephrine in the system and norepinephrine can support both brain health and body health. The way it helps the brain is by um, triggering uh, oh, neuro... So, so norepinephrine for the brain, it acts as a neurotransmitter. And for, a, um, for the body, it, it acts like a hormone. So with the brain, it can help with focus. It can help with attention and mood. It can support uh, people with ADHD or depression. Uh, definitely as a business owner, especially right now with the, the, the climate of business and the pandemic, there are times of the day when I lose focus, I lose energy. And rather than going for a quad espresso shot, I can do a three-minute cryo treatment, come out and feel like... Uh, I can I can work again. Focus. Well, you mentioned to do with that norepinephrine release, and for the body, it acts as a vasoconstrictor and also supports um, mitochondrial biogenesis. Oh, the thing that people love about that, and they may have heard it in a different way. If you've heard of brown fat and supporting increasing brown fat, which is an indication of a higher metabolism yeah you can with triggering norepinephrine increase more mitochondria in your cells and the more mitochondria that you have the higher your metabolism and uh, when there's more mitochondria in the fat cells that's what gives it that brown appearance and that that indicates a higher metabolism
0: so, I, yeah, I've actually done just a, a very small amount of of research on that, just trying to understand. So, you talk about brown fat. I was going to ask you about that. I'm glad you covered it, um, because it, from what I understand is is that that is a response from from this this phenomenon of of being in the cold, and people, you know, achieve that in different ways. You know, some people. Uh, you know, strip down to their shorts and go walk through Antarctica or the frozen tundra, um, or they take an ice bath or, or you know, a variety of different things. Is there a big difference between a, a cryotherapy session and say uh, an ice bath that you see on the Gatorade commercials when the athletes jump <laughs> into those, you know, freezing cold tubs? Having worked with a lot of athletes, they
1: enjoy the quick and efficient (laughs) whole body cryotherapy has to offer. And for, for that um, triggering for that triggering that uh, mitochondrial biogenesis, one thing that I heard was 40 degree water for 20 seconds is enough to do that. Now that, if anybody's done 40 degrees for 20 seconds, it is brutal. Cool. I find that two and a half minutes in a whole body cryo chamber is so much easier and it's more of a surface cold. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is you will be standing in minus 230 to minus 250 degrees Fahrenheit for up to three minutes. And once you're dressed, you're more flexible. You can't do that with an ice bath with an ice bath. It takes a bit of time to warm back up before you're going to go try some stretches sure. on the split. I had a couple of women do the splits the other day and they told me that they could immediately get to where it usually takes 15 to 20 minutes to work into that level. So it, it's, it's, pretty
0: amazing. Kyle, so we're going over <laughs> there's a, there's this ongoing issue that we have. I I am the most I- I inflexible. I, I just I can't touch my toe. I can barely touch the bottoms of my kneecaps if I'm honest. Um so I'm this is intriguing to me cuz I I you know, I know that it's important to be flexible. I just I'm not. And <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, that's an interesting concept. And, and I guess it makes a lot of sense to yeah. me. Just if you think about that transfer of blood and the, the, you know, the vascular activity that's going on there, that seems like that makes, oh. that makes sense. Yeah. So
1: one of our success stories was early on. I had a massage client who's um, older. She was a competition ballroom dancer and I would see her on a regular basis, especially just before competition when she had a sciatic issue that was extremely flared up and we would keep it at bay with the massage and then cryotherapy. Um, At one point we switched it to where we did a cryotherapy session before her massage and found that she got over that sciatic issue over a few sessions and it got to where it, Never came back, oh, wow. even when she was in full competition mode. that made me pay attention. It seemed counterintuitive, just as being more flexible after you've been sh- shivering in this in this environment um, it seemed counterintuitive to to have that be a better support that way. But we will run a cryotherapy session, send them to the massage table. And they've got better blood flow with reduced inflammation. So the therapist is able to, to get ahead of it further. I recommend to chiropractors or other massage therapists, yes, yeah, send your patients over, send your clients over, have them do this, and then come get that adjustment. And it, it's amazing how well that works.
0: Well, I'm going to say really fast. I have done both. I, I did the, the full... cryotherapy session and whoa, that was cold. It was cold. It was cold, (laughs) but But then you could do the splits right afterwards. (laughs) I didn't know I could do that. I should have (laughs) tried, but I have done the spot cryo sessions and that has made a world of difference for me. Golf is not my friend sometimes. And so, but that cryotherapy was, it really did help. So. Yeah. Thanks for
1: mentioning that localized is more like an ice pack on steroids. So you don't have that systemic response, that entire body response. But we are able to go really deep with that same dry cold. It's more pleasant. Lil, would you say it's more pleasant to have that than having an ice pack sitting on an area? Yes. I agree. And for some reason, maybe because it's a little more of an aggressive cold, the body responds with a more aggressive response.
0: Yeah. Awesome. We've only got about maybe 30 seconds left. Uh, A lot of our listeners come from outside of the area. What's the best way for them to find out about um, a little bit more about it, but also maybe how they could access some of these services?
1: I would Google whole body cryotherapy. Okay. There are tons of businesses around the country as it's become more popular. And um, it's usually, all, you'll, you'll find it in businesses with IV therapy, compression therapy, massage, chiropractic, PT. But to look up whole body cryotherapy, that's probably the best way to get started.
0: Awesome. And for those who are local, how do they get a hold of you? Uh,
1: we are at coolitcryo.com. And our number is 435-429-1637. Awesome. love Love to see you.
0: Jody, thank you so thank much. You. Interesting stuff. Def- definitely worth taking a look at. I'm bringing him over. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm watching the this you Touch your toes. <laughs> I'll the be splints. fine with you. Touch your toes. <laughs>
1: I would too, to be honest. <laughs> we'll, we'll take before and after pictures. Yes, we will. <laughs> <For sure>.
0: Videos. <laughs> well, Jody, thank you, and uh, best of luck with everything. Yes. And and maybe we'll have you back sometime and just keep diving into this topic. Yes. Thank Great. You. Thanks, Kyle and Will. Okay. So, Lil. Well, yes. That was interesting. It was. Yeah. Really interesting stuff. Hey, we want to invite people who are listening to head over to the 50 over 50.com.
1: Oh yeah. There's a
0: bunch of great stuff over yes. there. Uh, you'll find the entire list of the fittest 50 people who are over the age of 50. It's it, amazing, amazing. Inspirational athletes. It's just incredible. In addition, we've, Finally reached the I winner know. of The Rocking. Should we tell them who it is or should yeah, we send uh, them over there? We'll send them over there, but All right. it's amazing. The 50 over 50 dot rocks is yes. where you can see who won after several weeks, couple, oh. several months actually yeah. of votes. We finally reached the, uh, the winner yes. and it was fun. Kyle Um, is smiling. I'm smiling. (laughs) One of my favorites. I'm not going to lie about that. Uh, The other thing, of course, there that you'll find is uh, the opportunity to nominate your change maker as well. So head on over there. It is the50over50.com. We also want you to hit up thisisyourepic.com to register and learn more about epic virtual events. And also remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show and then we turn it into a podcast and you can subscribe anywhere that you find your favorite podcast. If you are listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, write a quick review. It really helps us spread the word. You can find this as well as previous shows right on our website at seniorgames.net. Today's inspirational thought is by William James, who said, act as if what you do makes a difference. It does. I like that. Until next Thursday, stay active.